on a mission to explore the far reaches of cinema. Three daring adventurers dive deep into the Criterion and beyond. These are the tales of their adventures. This is Cynonauts! Hey, this is Ian. I'm Boom. This is Catcher. And just like that, Cynonauts and the City is back. Big, big, big episode. Oof. We're going to be talking about maybe the greatest season of television of all time, Sex and the City, season four. Mm-hmm. And, and just like that, episode five. But you know what? We got another special guest, another pod debut. Yes. My wife, <laughs> My wife. Tara DeVorha, <laughs> is in the building. Tara, welcome. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining us. How are you feeling? <laughs> yeah. Very nervous. You got this. Uh, this is where the giggles start. It's fine. <laughs> that, that's that's the energy yeah. we need. We're just going to giggle and talk shit. I kind of been looking at these episodes as just, I feel like those girls are like our friends and it's like, we're just like hanging around and like gossiping about them, acting <laughs> like we know what's best for their, uh, for their lives. So it's fine. It's hot guys. Yeah. Hot yeah. guys that we need to happen. Yeah. And we know, we know what's best for their lives. So this is the conversation <laughs> that needs to happen anyway. That's right. Tara. So we've been asking all of our guests, uh, wh- what's your relationship with sex in the city? Um, I mean, I honestly don't think I can pinpoint when I started it, but I will say that I remember specifically freshman year of college when you could like rent DVDs from your dorm mm-hmm. area. Golden years. Just consistently, yes, binging that over and over again. And then when the first movie came out, going to see it at midnight with like my entire sorority as you do yes and then i think when the second movie came out i bought it because i'm just that kind of fan even though (laughs) we all know what the second movie is (laughs) um but i mean it's probably my favorite show of all time and i mean in college i was known for basically giving my friends like love advice based on quotes from the show so that tells you all you need to know and i still do that probably more than i should (laughs) you left out the key detail of what happened when you got access to itunes and oh (laughs) yes yes I made the tragic mistake of, you didn't even bring this up before the show, nope. uh, of just using my mom's credit card and just buying all the episodes yes. on my yes. new MacBook. <laughs> Thank you. Like one, one episode at a time or, or season? Yep. Oh my yep. goodness. Not oh sure why I did God. that. It, that way. Even let you do that, that was that was my college you know shouldn't have gotten a credit card situation, <laughs> but it also wasn't my credit card. So. And then which... Of the four gals, do you associate, do you see yourself most in? I mean, Carrie, of course. The hard Carrie answer. Explain. Absolutely. You want That's me to say yeah, Explain, yeah. I, I mean, say, yeah. I just think she gets a crazy bad rap. I think she cares about friendship more than the rest of the girls. I think that um, people forget, too, when it's, like, all about her, as it seems. Like she also does write a sex column. Mm. So a lot of the conversation does have to be all about her because she's like pulling stories from her relationships to be in that column. And I just think that she's mm. a character no one wants to admit they're like because like everyone is probably most like her. Everyone's I mean, newsboy cap the funny that thing she does, the crazy thing she does. <laughs> everyone does that stuff. Even 
Yes. I mean, (laughs) I feel like she really toned it up in accessories in season four. And I am embarrassed to say I had many of those. Probably not as expensive. one person on earth can do. I just love her. Uh, I'm sure we'll get much more. For uh, better or for worse. I know we'll get insight from Tara uh, on Sex and the City as we move on. But let's get into and just like that (laughs) episode five. Entitled Tragically Hip. Oh boy. This is a wild one. Uh, this is an epic episode. My overall thought before we go through step by step is that this felt like, yes. like if, if someone said, okay, what would Sex in the City look like if the characters were just older? This is the episode, right? Th- th- to me, this felt like pure Sex in the City. I, I know I've said that a couple times, mm, but this like entire 100%. episode all the way through just felt like this is what they were trying to get to eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's meeting them like at their age as well. Cause I think one thing I've been saying throughout this whole show that we, we've been doing, I'm just like, Oh, I wish it were like this, you know, like so much nostalgia, <laughs> but I think I'm also failing to recognize that they're like not in their thirties mm-hmm. anymore. So I love that this episode is giving us like old mm-hmm. lady problems a la Sex big in the up, City, uh, like, through and through. Um, so, yeah. Oof. Big up. Yeah. Yeah. Em- Emma turned Emma turned to me and was like, I want the next episode now, which has not yet mm-hmm. even happened for her yet. Like, this was the episode where I was like, they are really in the groove right now. They are really yeah. firing on all cylinders. This feels like sex. Like you said, Ian, we've said that a few times, and I think it's... Each episode is slowly. The episode opens up. They go into an apartment. And and Carrie has like an umbrella cane, right into which it. It is perfect. absolutely key. On the nose. Mm-hmm. On the nose. <laughs> uh, and then Seema, her real estate agent's there helping her up the stairs. She's like, let me get you a hip appointment. Uh, and she, I think, boom, you said it last week, that like Seema pulls off like Samantha type things. And the way she like gets this appointment made felt very Samantha to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's just like the movie. Mm. Big wedding doesn't happen. Samantha sends them all to Mexico. I've got your honeymoon. I've moved all your stuff out of your apartment. You know, we're good. Yeah. But yeah. it's so, f- I didn't expect her to really jump in like that, but she just does. And then yeah. she goes She's to there. the appointment. Yeah. <laughs> we all need a friend that just like handles our business for us. And so I'm happy the girls have that, or at least Carrie has that back. <laughs> also, I was so stoked because this has been such a season of reveals. Like we got Caroline, we got Bradshaw Preston, and now the Brownstone Lobby. Yes. I know. <laughs> I, I wrote that. I was like, I don't think we've ever seen the inside of, her, of the lobby before. Yeah. Really I, cool. I asked Tara, I was like, did she buy a new apartment? Because I, I thought that's what had happened. Because anyway, we, we never see it. We just see the outside and her going in all the time. Kind of weird, too. You don't yeah. expect it. It looks much nicer. You almost want to see some neighbors walking down the stairs yeah. or something. <laughs> that old oh, woman uh, is yes. still alive. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so then we get to a lunch with Anthony sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, and then Miranda begging for that champagne. Wanting Oof. that champagne. At lunchtime. Uh, at lunchtime, which is fine. Who, who doesn't like some champagne at lunch, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I wrote down Bot Toms in 2007. Does yes. Carrie see I that? I thought that was such a <laughs> hilarious line. Oh, my God. Because I just, 
being like, like I feel like college, our, at least our college time was when Tom's was a thing. And you really were like, oh my God, I'm contributing to saving the world because I bought some Tom's. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like such a perfect Carrie thing to say. <laughs> Shoes for a cause. <laughs> yes. Carrie the envir- environmentalist. Uh, and then we get to anything in that, in that scene. I didn't call out anything else specifically. I'm really just rushing to get to the last scene, basically. No, just some back and forth about how Carrie's old because she's got problems. A little, a few awkward glances between Charlotte and Miranda because mm-hmm. Miranda's got drinking problems. Mm. Uh, and yeah, also cool that Anthony's at the dinner table or at the brunch table, but also mm-hmm. like nobody's like, hey, how you doing? Your husband <laughs> like fled to Abandoned Japan. <laughs> it's all good. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we then get to Miranda opening up um, a package from Amazon uh, with a kind of weird interaction with uh, Brady's girlfriend. I- I'm not really sure I buy Brady's girlfriend's character, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, and then she opens up a book that she says is not for her, but it says uh, Quitting Like a Woman, which is a, um, I'm assuming, and uh, uh, help quitting drinking book. Uh, and then she immediately believes that Charlotte probably sent the book, which uh, gets tackled a bit later. Uh, mm-hmm. next up we get to the, I put, I wrote Carrie sleeping in bed. I should have rewatched it this morning. <laughs> did you write really? down what happened? I wrote Carrie sleeping. Yeah. Tara rewatched it this morning. I didn't. Oh, Are you there, thinking with she, Charlotte? It's her post-surgery and she's in the, uh, yes. oh, hospital yeah. bed. Yes. Yes. And uh, then she's on the toilet and she's <laughs> yes, stuck okay, okay, on the toilet. Okay. Uh, yeah. I wrote talk. I wrote Carrie sleeping in bed talking about Rose. Carrie has to pee. Clearly my notes were not thorough enough this week. Sorry. Carrie has to pee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, my note was <laughs> Carrie still looks glammed up in her hospital gown, which I thought was funny. She had like accessories yeah. on and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> and then they're talking about Rose a little bit with the friends or rock, I guess, or we don't know what's rock yet, but they're talking about Rose for a little bit here. Uh, thoughts on that catcher boom Tara well so I think the rock stuff is pretty vital because Charlotte is having like a zoom meeting with the like PTA moms or whatever uh, and they bring up rock was Mm -hmm. great at the talent show or something and Charlotte's like who's rock and then they basically break the news uh, that rock has changed their name from Rose to rock at school and then Charlotte's like kind of freaking out about it which was I kind of felt like we were backpedaling a bit Mm because I was like I thought Charlotte was at a better place with this um but it was interesting uh, nonetheless the name thing is was probably the big change right yeah because they didn't know that or she didn't know that rock was choosing to go a by change. a different name at well, that point. Probably since I she love... first contributed or told Charlotte the news and then like didn't share this news. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I also love the idea of like changing your name on TikTok. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> just, it's very like what boomers think Gen yes. Zers are doing. Yes, right. Like I was like, I don't know if this is actually happening on TikTok. I'm not too sure. But like some writer somewhere was just like, we're just going to have Rock reveal their name on on TikTok yes. and and it was kind of In hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm wondering though, like what will be around when our daughter is 13 and what will she be revealing on it? <laughs> right. Like, is this oh actually gosh. a thing? <laughs> Just Who make knows? sure you turn those notifications on. Yes. Charlotte. Yes. <laughs> uh, after that, Carrie or after that, Shay and Miranda have lunch because Shay shows up and and 
you know, Miranda. Sure. And uh, Carrie says, I don't, I don't want her to come up here. So they have a conversation. Um, they have the she, they conversation, which I thought was nice. Just another way just to sort of educate people on pronouns without being too over the mm-hmm. top. Uh, Anthony drops off Carrie uh, with his hilarious uh, delivery man. Which I thought was she looks so good. Amazing. She looks so good when they slide that door open yeah. and she's sitting there. I was like, she, holding amazing. bread. That holding actually bread was one of my favorite things because I just yeah. love to eat baguettes. And I was like, <laughs> another sign we're the same. A hundred percent. Also, another one of those like weird kind of um, kismet things where, because I think it's the season opener of season four, which we're going to talk about later, or like one of the episodes, and Carrie just has like a loaf of bread. <laughs> when like she's going to meet up with her friends yeah so this isn't the first time we've seen Carrie with just a full on loaf <laughs> and nothing else to add to it <laughs> uh, and then we get to maybe the most offensive scene that we've seen in this whole series so far that Boom already called out Carrie is podcasting uh, in A that hilarious <laughs> top hat uh, oh God, but she is hat. A not wearing not using a mic she's wearing plug in <laughs> Apple headphones and then her I microphone is also in the wrong ear, uh, which is hilarious. And at that scene, Boom texted our group thread saying, Ian, how tilted yeah. are you by that moment? Yeah. Very I instantly thought of Ian. I was like, he's so triggered right now. And I can feel it. I don't even know if you'd watch the episode at this point, but I was like, I can feel him like steaming at the ears, like podcasting without a microphone. Are you kidding? <sighs> well, yeah. what's, what's, wor- what's worse, though, is... They have the laptop set up in the studio, and they've mic'd the laptop. Did they? I didn't even catch I, that. If you don't, if you go back and you watch it, so she's doing her shitty headphone mic. Yeah, but then she's just like a talking head on a laptop oh screen in the studio, and they've pointed <laughs> the microphone like at the laptop, and it's like th- this is. Oh no! Uh, there's 15 layers of bad. <laughs> Podcasting yeah. etiquette happening in this, in this one scene. Out. The, the show is over. I did not notice that. I was probably rage typing my note when I when, when that was going on. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, but the important thing here is that Samantha is that she tells a story uh, about Samantha and calls her out by name. And Charlotte immediately says, "Do you think you should have said that?" Um, you know. And then Carrie says, "It's my vagina." So this is another thing. Well, well this is where Tara and I disagree. I am fully convinced Samantha is going to show up in the finale. Because of stuff like this. Tara, what do you, what do you think? I, I think they know that they have liberty to do what they want with that character. And I'm glad yeah. that they're not acting as though she left. Like you said earlier, like you think they talk about the fact that Stanford abandoned Anthony. <laughs> like, I think it's yeah. good that they bring her up. I don't think she's coming back for that. That seems so like yeah. what? And they had this whole online discourse <laughs> just for this. Hey, anything to drive viewers. I, yeah, I don't know, because I at the beginning, I was thinking, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe she'll show up. And I think that's my heart just wanting you it, want it of course. a little bit. But I did a full deep dive of like the SJP and Kim Cattrall drama <laughs> the other night. And I was like, there's, there's, there's no, no way. I feel They've like I did too. too. I just only, yeah. like, you almost want to say like, did I catch everything? Like, can I find yeah. one piece of information <laughs> everyone else is missing? Exactly. <laughs> Once you blast somebody on Piers Morgan, yeah. there's no turning back. <laughs> there's there's no, no, way. no turning back. That's it. I do love that Carrie gets the dot, 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 and then no reply after Carrie says, miss Oof. you. We've all seen that. That's real. Um, That's real. Very yeah. real. 
after that, we get to the, pre- the press conference. We get to the parent-teacher conference where Charlotte and Harry are speaking with uh, Rock's parents. Um, I thought this was a cool scene. Um, Harry obviously is a bit uncomfortable um, with the whole situation. Mm-hmm. He's confused to how this all goes down and how like the school handles it. But then what I love is when he's walking away, he has that really, you know, great line where he says, you know, having someone talk to you to your child about your child, like you don't even know them is the most humbling experience I've had as a father. I thought that was great. I think that was, I think that was the right amount of like sort of confusion and frustration, but they didn't put it over the top either direction of him being like, this is totally fine. And this is awful. Uh, And, you know, he came to terms with it pretty quickly with that, with that really nice line there. Yeah. yeah, and they and him and Charlotte also have like this really sweet moment too, where they like hold each other's mm-hmm. hands while they're like walking away from yeah. the meeting because they're just confused and kind of. I felt like a little bit humbled watching that because obviously you know I love to be like guns blazing about my opinions when it comes to representation, <laughs> but and this to me a lot of it has felt very like lip service, like. You know, this, that, and the other thing. But lip service or lip service? <laughs> lip. <laughs> wow. I want that yeah. on a t-shirt. Thank lip you. Lip service. Did you just make that up? I think I did. Like- <laughs> TM, TM, TM. That's mine. TM, TM, TM. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I've just been trying to be a little bit more like intentional in my thoughts and like the way I'm kind of interacting with like this kind of media and I think that this educational approach is kind of good mm-hmm. and um, I'm also not a parent so like maybe you guys <laughs> n- being new parents like ha- have a little bit more of a perspective but I like I don't know what I would do in that situation I would love to say that I wish we could live in a world where like coming out wasn't even a thing I was watching Queer Eye earlier and Karamo said this thing about Karamo <laughs> for once wasn't useless and said this thing about like it's not about coming I like Karamo I like Karamo too but like Bobby compared well, okay. to Bobby well, yeah like, you can't compare you anyone doing? to Bobby yes. Bobby's on another level same with exactly. Anthony's kind of in the yeah. Karamo camp like I feel like this whole yeah. season everyone else was cooking for him but anyway yeah. sidetrack I agree, I agree with you like Anthony's getting shit made like people to cook for him yes. and Bobby's like tur- making a luxury house out of like a friggin Freight. like shipping container. A- Anthony, Anthony explaining kit those kids from a primarily Mexican immigrant neighborhood <laughs> what a taquito was, was the most cathartic thing I've ever seen. Uh, do you know I've what that? He goes. Do you know yet. what that oh taquito taquito is? Yeah, it's like it's basically like it's just fried. I'm like Anthony. Come on. I, I love how he says always says things with like the um, accent. like the flourish. Yeah. yeah. Like he's always like taquito. You're like, and then chill the fuck out. <laughs> anyway. Um, but anyways, Karamo said on Queer Eye, it's not about coming out, it's about letting people in. Mm. Um and <laughs> clearly it's like my week off I'm on a queer eye journey but (laughs) and I was thinking about that and I was watching this and I and I was just like of course like your parents would have this you know like this bold reaction Mm -hmm. to you changing your name because like in like they've built you up to be something right and 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 they wanted to know that they're doing a good job and I think that Charlotte and Harry are leading with compassion and they're just trying to figure it out so 
yeah, I, I kind of went on a bit of a tangent there, but no, I, I'm kind of like game for this. However, I do have one quip I would like <laughs> to see in future episodes. Rock have a little bit more agency and like be a part of the conversation mm. a little bit more. Yeah. Instead of it being like other people talking about mm. them. Exactly. Which I yeah. think they will be. Yeah. It um, seems like it's going to head that direction. Yeah. Yeah. After that, uh, my anger about Carrie not having a mic is immediately corrected because Che comes over to drop off a mic for Carrie who has passed out uh, on opiates. And then God. for her, her, her injury, for her injury. Yeah. Sorry. For her, her, her injury. In sorry. general. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, cause they say an opiate nap. Well. Right? Doesn't, doesn't she say that? Uh, and then, and then we're here. We're at the scene that everyone's waiting for. Jesus che Christ. and Miranda are, are uh, taking shots of tequila, smoking the devil's lettuce tequila Tuesday. in Carrie's <laughs> house. Um, che, che has to leave. Miranda's doing awkward like things to try and keep her there. And she goes, Aw, I wish if you had stayed, you could have shotgunned me one more time. Che shotguns Miranda with uh, the weed into her mouth. And then we get maybe the most gratuitous, not gratuitous as in offensive, but like most visual graphic, graphic sex scene in the entire show and series <laughs> in Gary's kitchen. Uh, it's the craziest yeah. orgasm I've ever seen. <laughs> craziest thing I've ever seen. Let's let's break this at catcher. Okay, you're up first. What 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 do you think about this scene? I actually, it's hot. Like it's hot. Like it's kind of cool. I like that about it. I love this idea of like Miranda just like she can barely contain herself in terms of like she's just throwing herself at Che, and I like like it's just fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, it feels like. Sex in the city. Like, I like this mm -hmm. idea of like the sex part. Like, I feel like we're, and we'll get into it for season four, but like, we, we're starting to lose some of that in season four. Mm. So it's nice to come back to that. Um, and yeah, it's like her hand like slipping down the front of her pants. Like, I was oh. like, what? This is, I was like, this is, I don't know why, but it felt like you said, like quite graphic, yeah. even though like you really don't see anything. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Uh, I, I think it was the moans, her, the moans of the hands over the mouth. The moans were to intense. But I feel like yeah. with, um, well, a Cynthia Nixon just always brings it in the sex scenes that she's in from, mm -hmm. from season that's one true, through yes. everything. I feel like our yeah. award-winning actress, activist, <laughs> and she's just not afraid, which I love it. But I also feel like it probably just felt I mean, it was an intense scene, but it also probably just felt more intense because, as we know, with everything they've been trying to do with this new season, they just never, like, have queer representation in the show. Mm. So you're just used to seeing hetero relationships and just, yeah. you know. Very jackrabbity. Yes, yes. <laughs> But it, I mean, it, obviously, it's a good it's a good thing. But I feel like that's probably also what was is going to be surprising for a lot of people. Yeah. Without realizing it. Uh, boom. This was awesome. <laughs> like, it, there's so much to unpack with, like, the, these final moments with, like, Miranda and Che, Miranda and Carrie. Carrie. Like, just so much. But is this not some of the best television you've ever seen? Like, I'm just like, everybody yeah. is off their fucking rocker right now and like if this ever happened in real life like if i was ever passed out on an opioid nap and woke up to my friend banging my boss in my kitchen i would 
lose and then pissed myself like I would lose it too yeah for sure yeah. but it just it's like gives you the humor it gives you the intensity you're rooting for Miranda just like living her best and figuring it out you're also kind of like what the fuck <laughs> and then the fallout of that is like we get this amazing interaction between yeah. Carrie and Miranda that just Brilliant. feels so them mm -hmm. and like those their characters are so well pronounced like in that moment because like Carrie's just being Carrie like you know being like this happened to me and like but she's in shock yeah <laughs> she doesn't know <laughs> what the like it's not even walking in on somebody doing something like that or like just like happening upon him upon it is different than like waking up yeah, and being it. immobile, yeah, totally, yeah. not being able to actually leave and get out of it. Exactly. <laughs> and she tries. Like, Carrie was uh, like, she wakes up. She's like, she kind of smells the weed, and then she kind of hears it, and she's like, yeah. I need to pee. I need to pee. And like, poor oh. thing with a newly implanted hip or whatever has to try peeing in this bottle. Obviously, that doesn't work. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Like, like slapstick comedy gold. Yeah. Like yeah. what her with the bottle is hilarious. Yeah. And Miranda like, just um, screaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's un, it's amazing. But it's like it's it's so it's and so it's fucking like slapstick. Good. Also, at a very serious moment for Miranda, yes. which is how they do it yeah. so well. Because it could have made her first like you know uh, moment of intimacy with Che very like dramatic and sort of you know romantic. But the way this works works really well with Che. It just ties everything together with Miranda because obviously she was drunk and she had been helping Carrie. Um, and then at least like what Boom said, like they have this really incredible moment where Carrie is, is yelling at her right 100% rightfully so. But the part I loved is once Miranda said like, I, I don't Sorry, feel good. Off. Like I, I, I don't feel like myself opens up. Carrie immediately turns it off and is like, this yeah. is my time to be your best friend. Like, the pee exactly. will wash out whatever like that was weird but and i'm sure she's gonna give her shit for it later but at that moment what was important was doing um was being there for miranda which i thought was really nice a hundred percent it revolves around so many things we've already gone over in in the series like you know it covers miranda's alcoholism and how you know charlotte mm -hmm. talked to her about it and carrie wasn't sure and then I know a lot of people were kind of like, why didn't you do anything? And in my mind, like, if your girl, and maybe this is not right of me, but if your girlfriend, like, is starting college again at 50, or, like, I would maybe want to drink also right before. Or if your best friend's <laughs> husband died, and also, like, I've definitely said, should we just get a bottle of wine? And so in my <laughs> mind, I'm thinking, like... Yeah. Like, are you really just going to stage an intervention because of a few instances? And so I, like, appreciate the ability of Carrie to, like, allow things to kind of unfold more. But like you said, mm -hmm. you know, what I found so interesting about this is always during the series when Miranda would get called out, she would instantly become defensive. And it wasn't until later that she could usually, like, sit through her thoughts and see what had happened that she could, like, apologize or really admit what she was feeling and I thought it was such an amazing like character development that she didn't get defensive at all a of like letting Carrie you know sit there in her pee because I could tell she was just like happy with what <laughs> yeah. she had just done 
like the happiness yeah. that she had explored, what also she wanted. Just, like, good yes, acting. like it overwhelmed her, even mm. though it also scared her. Like, and so that she wasn't even, yeah. she d- didn't even have the capacity to get defensive with Carrie because she was just so glad it happened. And then, like you said, when Carrie said, you know, or when Miranda said, well, what am I supposed to say? And Carrie said exactly that. I mean, mm. that to me, I got that's chill. what I always yeah. try to tell yeah. people in my life. I feel like when I'm Don't like, look at me. <laughs> what do you want me to I say? I'm like, say this. <laughs> you always just have to say what, say your piece and then we can work from there. You know, I, I loved it. I, uh, this was the moment for me where we first got like our big friendship you know, moment for the yes. ladies that we've been missing. It's it's so it's good. really it's really so good. And again, I think matches up with a lot of things that happens here and I think more so in the movie is what I was thinking about. Um mm-hmm. after this, uh Miranda goes home. She's watching Che do stand up, which is I thought was like pretty hilarious or the podcast. And uh she's making sure herself a, a drink and then she sees in her email saying like how you an Amazon like email saying, Will you review your book? And at that moment, she realizes it was not Charlotte who ordered it. She had drunkenly ordered it and then goes and pours out all the alcohol, um, which is great. Well, it's nice because it's like she talked about how she felt like if she could have given it up if she needed to, you know, like she felt like drinking is not something if she felt like it was too much, she could put it down. And I love that. It's like, oh, yeah, she realizes there's a there's a problem and she immediately starts pouring it down the drain. Again, going back to it's not a drinking problem because she has a drinking problem. It's a coping yep. mechanism, which are yep. two different mm-hmm. things. After that, we get to uh, Carrie's first PT appointment with Travis, her snack of a therapist. <laughs> uh, rich ass <laughs> Carrie with her millions and millions of dollars pays for the rest of her appointments Oof. out of pocket. And we get a nice time jump three months in the future. We see Carrie strutting in her yes. heels in her apartment. And that's that the episode. Look. Uh. So she looked like New Year's Eve pre-pandemic, <laughs> like just glowing, hopeful. Yep. I love beautiful. it. Uh, theory is on what, what that means. Tara, you said, do you think she's dating the physical therapist? Was that your, that was your hot, hot take at the moment? I mean, but out of all the, you know, men she seemed to interact with, that just gave me the most mm. feeling, mm. you know? Mm. Uh, but I also, sorry, I just want to say like, they introduced him. They have the podcast guy. They even have the bread man. Or not bread man. She's eating bread while he's carrying her up the stairs. I'm hoping we just get yeah. like a episode where Carrie's just like bouncing around. Yeah, totally. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I also like that we're reintroducing kind of like the female gaze mm-hmm. uh, playfulness mm-hmm. of the show. Um Cause that's always yeah. the fun bits, right? Just like the girls like checking guys out and like stuff like that. So it's uh fun. And I love that we're time yeah. jumping too, because I think like it kind of gives us that distance yeah. from some things that have happened. So we can kind of like catch them again where they're at after they've like processed and worked through some of these How things. How long has so- it been right now? I'm from, excited. From the second movie? No, no, no. Before, feels like a hundred years. Like, since like they died. <laughs> oh, like I don't even know how much a, time has been since then. It's been a couple months again, I, I'm pretty sure. I think they, they did say something about time, but okay. I, I can't remember. Um, Catcher, any thoughts on the time jump before we wrap on this? I've, I forgot that there was actually a time jump, but I'd like, I'm interested to see how yeah. they utilize that. Um, just to see like what comes from it. But I guess it makes sense. Like they need to give her some space 
from Big, the death of Big, give her so they can throw her into the crazy carry hijinks yeah. that we all like are craving yeah. right now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and I think just giving her that space is gonna allow us to do I, that. Um Yeah. I was gonna say also if they didn't do the time jump, we were gonna have the rest of the season be her walking around with a cane. <laughs> that would not have been fun right. in any way. Yeah. Well, uh, truth truth be told my mom just Mm -hmm. had hip surgery and that shit's that you can you leave the same day you can walk the next like the same day (laughs) hip surgery in the future is impressive (laughs) as hell she's gonna be so mad i wrote that to say this you should sorry francesca and that is uh and just like that episode five um great episode like we all i think we all enjoyed it quite a bit based on our opening thoughts right i feel like what you guys have talked about this a bit in your previous episodes the only thing I was sad about, and now with the time jump, I'm worried, is there was no Steve, mm. and I just want some oh. more Steve. Uh, like, if we brought him back, can we get yeah. some? I agree. Yeah. I, ho- I hope it's not just, like, three months later, Miranda yes. right. Steve. Like, I want to see them, like, I want to see I closure, so I need to see them, like, <laughs> yeah. ending yeah. things civ- civilly. Yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah, but yeah, you get necessary. All <laughs> uh, right. Oh. I I have to also say just quickly before we move on, this episode in particular, I was like really missing the voiceover, mm. like Carrie mm. voiceover, like I, like throughout the episode. Um, I think because it felt yeah. so classic, mm. to yeah. not have that, it just feels yeah. a little out of place. That's like, a good call. I just miss it. That's a good call. Yeah. Uh, a few yeah. puns here <laughs> yeah. and there. Yeah. <laughs> Emma also said that this is undoing the damage of the movies. Movies or movies? Oh, she doesn't like both? (laughs) Emma. I think movie. I assume this means two. I think it's just about the second one. The second one. (laughs) The first one is, well, we'll get to it later, but. Let's jump to Sex and the City season four. As I said, arguably one of the greatest seasons of television of all time. There's a lot to unpack (laughs) in in this season, and I'm sure most of it, again, will be largely about Aiden, Big, Trey, and uh, Trey, and uh, Charlotte. So, so let's much. really quickly before we yes. deep dive in that stuff, let's just talk about favorite, you know, moments or highlights from, you know, things from the episode or from the series season. Um, my first note is we get a lot of really great relationships, boyfriends types in this season. Really? Because I felt oh, the opposite. Oh, really? Tell me. Tell me. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. Go into Friar your thing fuck, and I'll tell first you how. First of all, I'm... is that not okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. One of, yeah. I mean, again, Samantha is incredible. This season, last season, everything about her is so so good. Uh, Friar fuck is just hilarious in every way possible, and and yeah, and, and so yeah, Samantha. Samantha, and like everything, all of Samantha's like. Conquest. I, I do have issues with her and the artist. I think it, it is a little bit weird and definitely out of date. Um, but a lot of the things along the way mm-hmm. are just so good. Uh, jazz guy, I thought is great. Jazz uh, guy, yes. That guy's hilarious. Um, uh, and, and what, Tara, what are some of your favorite highlights of, of this season? Oh boy. Um, mine are, I, I was going to say one of my favorite things is like jealous big. Mm. So like when Carrie's dating jazz guy and mm. he's just going butt up up and calling <laughs> her over and over again. <laughs> I love jealous big kind of similar to near the end of the season when he keeps calling Aiden like Paul Bunyan yeah. and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, Country I wish they, they're almost better apart just for some like comedic moments they give him. And you feel vindicated too, because you're just like, okay, well, 
like she spent all this time kind of like chasing Fig and it's yeah. like nice to see him being a jealous mess. It's kind of that's the Leo in me. I'm like, <laughs> I agree. And, and when she doesn't give into it, it's so great. Yeah. Catcher. Uh Charlotte's vagina being yes. depressed. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, what a gosh. hilarious. <laughs> just like just just saying that <laughs> alone is amazing. And then the idea that like Samantha is like so like shocked that Charlotte has not looked at her own <laughs> before and like so excited for her oh. to have this journey is just wonderful. Um, I was going to say just Samantha's one liners right. to Charlotte throughout the whole season are really like fucking hilarious. So good. So yeah. good. Um, oh, but Charlotte gets a zinger back when she tells when. Miranda's mom dies and Samantha like can't <laughs> orgasm and they're in they're looking for like flowers or something and then Charlotte's like giving she's like I heard about oh, a lady yeah. that this happened to and like she was having orgasms every day and then all of a sudden like just they just stopped and like <laughs> yeah. Samantha looks yeah. terrified and she's like it's like she yeah. gets them all up or something and it's like so- <laughs> It's like the perfect Charlotte, Samantha back and forth. It's one of my favorite moments of the entire season. Oh, it's so good. Sorry. No, 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 that's very good. Um, I think, okay, so I had a little bit of a problem last week with Mm. this. And I, but I hadn't really mentioned it and it sort of doubles down in this season, which is the show is called sex and the Mm -hmm. city. And you know, we had the first two seasons had those like interviews, which they've now removed. And now this season just doubles down on everything being on sets for the most part. Um, and I just feel like we lose the city mm. a lot in this mm. season. Um, and that sort of makes me sad because I love the energy that them shooting on location has. I love the the the, the unique visuals that it provides. Like you get a little bit in the last yeah. few episodes, like when they're uh, riding the carriage and stuff like that, and and I and I miss that's, that more than I think anything. But that's else unfortunately on a consequence the of the show being so popular. Like, I mean, they yeah, couldn't oh yeah, shoot sure. in mm-hmm. public at this point. Like, I, I like well, I remember the Aiden, the Aiden Carey big breakup uh, in this one. That um, have, I think they filmed that at like literally four a.m. Because they couldn't, I remember some book I have, they were talking about how freezing it was and how they're all dolled up and they had to just hide from the world, basically. It's sad, though, because I do miss the moments where they're like, even out of the club together or just anything or just walking down the street. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Down the street or whatever, anything like that. It's just like, I love them being in the city and and everything is just a set now. It's like, we're just always at the same Mm -hmm. brunch spot now and everything is just like. Just loses something. Boom. Yeah, that's fine. Some some highlights. Oh my gosh. Where do we even start with season four? <laughs> First of all, the opening of uh mm-hmm. the the season four opener, just all of them getting ready and like checking themselves out in the mirror and then yeah. like joining forces in the street, just looking fine and talking shit. Like uh, iconic. So good. Um what else happens in that episode? Oh, Carrie turning 36. Um Samantha's 35. 35. 35, sorry. And then they're talking about she gets that like singles <laughs> flyer. And that Which also terrifies me. Like the fact that that I mean, not that apps and shit are that great now, but it's just like the fact that you had to like mail in yeah. your your dating preferences, like in the early 2000s. Or that they're seeking you out and you're yeah. getting them in the mail. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I mean, 
when we were watching the season premiere, I was like, Sex and the City does season premieres so well. Mm-hmm. Like all of my favorite episodes are basically from the first episode of each season because they're just so, so good at establishing where everyone is. Yeah. Um, it, it, and, and this one in particular was 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 really good. I, I thought it was Yeah, great. it's a good one because another, and this is why I liked this most recent episode of In Just Like That so much is because age is always a big mm-hmm. part of like the show. And I know we can say as much as we want, like it's how you feel and this, that, and the other thing, but it is this thing that like hangs over you in your life. And mm-hmm. especially as women, there uh, there's like, you're aging, your like societal value is depleting, even though like that's fucking bullshit. Uh, your biological <laughs> clock is ticking. It's all this stuff. And I love that they, they really do play on that a lot um, and talk about it. Right. Like it's not always the most healthy conversations, but it's honestly sometimes like what we think and what happens. And, feel. Right. and then, so yeah, Carrie just kind of having a meltdown because nobody shows up to her birthday party. And then also just like, but I have to defend that. She did not want this birthday. Yeah. She really, really, really did not want this birthday that they forced upon her. And then they all just like didn't show up. Yeah. But my favorite is when she's devastating. My favorite is when she's playing like all the voicemails and everybody's like, shit, I'm so sorry. And then Miranda gets on the voicemail. It's the most Miranda thing ever. And she's like, I'm stuck in fucking traffic. Like, get a fucking cell phone. And then just hangs up. Like in Stanford. I'm yeah. at a Mexican place called Il Cantonoro. <laughs> oh, Stanford. <laughs> I know. Stanny's so good. Um, yeah, sorry. I love this yeah. season so much. There's yeah. so much just I'm, good good stuff. Relationships, a lot of stuff about like com- self-confidence and a lot of the age stuff. Yeah, good. I mean, Samantha doing her photo shoot. Oh, oh my that's God. That's amazing. Oh, hey, uh, uh, Tony Hale cameo as, as the photographer or the photographer's assistant, which is hilarious from Arrested Development. And then when like, they yeah. put on the music, oh, I got some steely dance. She's like, I'm ready. Takes off her <laughs> her robe and it just puts her foot up. Like, oh, what a power move. It's so fucking good. She's so great. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's and so tipping great. her delivery yeah. man when that's all the validation oh. she needed. Yeah. Which is I'm so sorry. good. I'm sorry. I didn't tip you <laughs> enough. Oh, so Incredible. Uh, so we'll talk about more things al- along the way. So let, let's get into Aiden and Big uh, and, and Carrie, the, the little triangle. Oh, so my note, favorite. Aiden is a sociopath. That's it. I, yeah, and, thank and you. Yes, he, thank he, you. Is, he is psychotic in this season, okay? He 100% yep. only dates her, starts dating her to prove a point, which is insane. He fucking hates her at this, at this point in time. Yeah. He is slapping her with stuff. He's like, uh, hit, the with a patch. They, they go to this bar. She, he like purposely like, you know, parades around this uh, bartender friend he has, whether or not they're sleeping together is irrelevant. He's doing it to bother her. Toxic, toxic. He knows what he's doing. And then even at the point where you're like, yeah, okay. Like they kind of have a reset. They're going to try and like seriously make it work. He like forces, he knows she doesn't want to get married. And he like just does this thing to like claim her as his. Uh. I like, and then before I end my rant, like how can anyone watch this season when you see big and Carrie interact and you seriously are like on team Aiden, come on. Like, like there's no way like their, their chemistry together is unmatched. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so that, you know, that that's, that's my opening rant statement. <laughs> 
Uh, now so you know I what it's think... like us living in a house together. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it's like Tara's on. Uh, catcher, you were an ex-team Aidener. I need to know, has your opinion shifted upon these rewatches now uh, on, on Team Aiden? Well, first, now I'm just picturing Ian, like, walking in and out of rooms. Yes. Like, through the house. Like, and then he did what? And then what? And then he comes back in, you know, and he's super frustrated. I yes. love this like, picture of Ian now. Um, okay. Yes. Was, I was Team Aiden before. I am completely confused at how that's possible. Um, it, it might be that I was, you know, it's your first watch through... Uh, like, you know, I, I can't claim that I was young because I wasn't. Um, but it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal what this man does to her. And first off, I think it's fascinating because he's introduced. He's smoking. Yeah, he's ripping he's in a suit. His, he is like a big knockoff. Yeah. And I love this idea. It's like, OK, well, you, you know, I'm just going to be whatever. Like he's being so dismissive of her he's like pulling her in and pushing her away it's like what randomly going into business with steve give me a break (laughs) if i ever had an ex-boyfriend going to visit with another friend's ex come on (laughs) crazy i mean they became friends that's fine but like he's never even at the bar unless he's hitting on shana also who's going into a business partnership with steve like no i I love steve but have you met the man come on and and not for nothing but a bar yeah like bars are the worst business you could possibly yeah. get into and then not only that but emma was telling me like that area that that bar would be in is like a super fancy rich like <laughs> fancy store area which is like why would you even open a bar in that location it doesn't make any sense especially a bar as grummy as that as that one um that being said Big does not come off this scot free minus the last episode. Sure. Like, yes, he is a he is a yeah. dick. He's mm-hmm. being a totally. huge dick. The fact that he will not stop calling her, it's like it's too much. Like, part of me kind of understands a little bit where Aiden is coming from. Yeah, in that like he's never not there. He's always there. And oh, so, yeah. how can you tr- how can you trust? that he's not gonna you know what's happened to you isn't gonna happen again which is fair that being said that being said you don't then propose (laughs) to someone who you don't trust and try and force into a long-standing relationship with you work that out in advance and then yeah like before they started dating could he have said are you guys still in contact so the phone call wasn't as much of a shocker yeah (laughs) yeah yeah exactly so that's like you know the Neither, that's the thing. Neither of these guys no. are good, in my opinion. It, I mean, Big again saves it again at the end of the last mm-hmm. episode. Probably it's like the closest we get to like okay, understanding her again like, where their Come energy on. He comes has the from. Balloons with Raul. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah that that's true. And then oh, and then yeah. Carrie also oh, just throws them the away immediately and litters. But it's fine. At the time, people I didn't know. consider that Emma's, littering. It's Emma fine. said the same thing. <laughs> Emma said the same thing. She's like, "You're just gonna litter." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, boom. Well, first of all, Wes, I know he's in Scotland, but just like turned up, like mm-hmm. just spawned in my living room and was like, vindication uh, when you guys were talking shit about Aiden <laughs> because he's the number one Aiden hater. Yes. But I think that I don't get scared now. I honestly, 
I'm not scared. Like, (laughs) I've always... See, I understand why Carrie, like, kind of falls into, like, the Aiden situation. Because she kind of wants to right a wrong. And he's devilishly charming. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's... And they go out of their way to kind of make him like seem at the beginning because then it all kind of gets derailed pretty quickly but like seem very poised Mm. like when he's like smoking a cigar and he's just like being a little bit cheeky i was like i would i would melt like i would i would be done cuts his hair wears Uh, more normal clothing yeah oh normal clothing like no that shirt that he's wearing (laughs) he wears it and then he wears it in the episode he proposes in i just (laughs) noticed at the dinner is that the white the white the floral one Back. The white floor. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's like, I'm not against men like wearing it, like embroidered no. shirts okay. or like more like things like that. But like that shirt is yeah. just awful. awful. <laughs> like it has nothing to do with anything. It's just like, it's the worst shirt I've oh, yeah. ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, are you a pirate? <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, but yeah, I see how why she gets pulled into it, but his behavior thereafter is just like because, ridiculous. Because he knows he, that's why she's doing it. He is 100% aware. Yeah. And like rather than just immediately <laughs> call her out, which I guess isn't his job because she shouldn't be doing it also, but he all he knows he is in control of this situation and totally abuses oh, yeah, it. Totally. In like I mean, I I personally yeah. disagree. I don't think he's totally aware like that he literally got into this and just every day he's thinking how can he fuck oh. up Carrie's days. But I can again, I I from the beginning always like Aiden and her do not belong together. But it's cl- yeah. I mean, it's just I mean the cabin. Yeah. Taking her there, throwing her around in the mud. Yeah. Not not wise. Come on. Not I was analyzing either. that scene because we just rewatched that today. He even like, A, in what world is Carrie Bradshaw lifting up that log lumber, piece of lumber that I don't know what they're <laughs> using it for? B, the the right? mud that she's on is the like is all fucking is like a puddle. Come on. G- g- give her a break. Yeah. Rude. He's doing it on purpose. It's rude. I'll pass on the squirrel. I know. She tried know? her best too. She, she did. tried to make a pie. She did. But no, they just like again were just like missing each other. Although I do I need to defend him a little bit because like Carrie really did push his boundaries yes. with with the big situation. Like I know it's television and I think maybe the writers were doing it for like the melodrama of the of the situation, but like that is torture. Like you're just constantly having to like hang out with like the guy that your, Ended your first relationship. current partner cheated on yeah, yeah exactly yeah inviting him to um, the inviting him to the to the country was no awful the that worst. was the worst that was the worst so i would bad. be mad if like i, I <laughs> sorry sorry to anyone listening i'm always like taken aback when tara's like oh by the way i forgot so-and-so's coming for dinner and i'm always like i need to like mentally prepare. not an ex just someone no, just, just someone just a friend not an ex just like a friend, just like for the yeah. record. Like a friend it happens all the time if a friend is coming for dinner and i'm like i needed to prepare a little bit you know i'm gonna see people that sort of thing an ex like yeah, that's crazy wild 100 oh, and no. complete like and when she's like i just started giving directions you did not just start giving directions <laughs> like yeah. Come on. No, you had a whole thing. And it's like we already know he's insecure about the situation because like the first all oh, like the first two episodes when they're kind of like dating again, he's just so awful mm-hmm. and like just really punishing her. But then we get that really raw moment from her where she's just like defending herself and is like, you have to forgive me. Yes. And she's saying that over and over again. And I'm like, that's 100 percent true, because 
I've known people to have been cheated on or vice versa. And you kind of have to make a decision mm-hmm. for your, yourself, right? Like, it's like if you take that person back, of obviously there's still turmoil. There right. are things you need to work through. But it's like you also have to do the work. And, like, you don't get to just take it out on that person because you're making the choice to be with them. So you kind of have to forgive right. them. And um, we'll talk about this in the in the movie, um, but without spoiling it too much. Like, I think Sex and the City does a really good job because on – I, I not even just on film and TV, but like people in general, the rule and like, you know, typically the wise thing to do is like, if you're in this situation where like there is a cheating or something like that, that's typically the end. And there's no, there's no alternative way to like fix it. But like, that's not, it's not black and white almost ever. Right. There is always no, like gray exactly. area and reasons to try and repair things. Uh, and I think it's great that sex in the city like tackles that as like a serious option for people to have you know i, I think that's good um carrie any er, tara any last uh comments on wow. carrie <laughs> Thank and you. big and aiden um, uh no i don't think so i mean you know how i feel about aiden and yeah. you've already said it way more dramatically than I would. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. I, I was like purposely sitting here trying to think of some positive to say because, like I've said, I don't like hate him. They, they're just not meant to be. Um, and I was just mm-hmm. the main thing that I could come up with was that scene where she's like going to grab his balls was funny. They had a cute moment <laughs> so there. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. I couldn't think of another yeah. cute one off the top of my head, so I figured I'll just move on. I mean, he buys her a zip drive. They do have great They chemistry. do. Like, when they're just having fun and there's nothing right. else happening, they mm-hmm. have fun, which yeah. is always great. Like, oh, the fajitas. Yeah. Oh, the That's fajitas. a great moment. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Good, yeah. <laughs> I was like... I was like down for them just like banging, but I was also like the fajitas, the fajitas <laughs> first, or maybe have the fajitas after, but like finish cooking yes. them. Or like I will say one thing that Big doesn't have that I've always appreciated about Aiden is they put him in a few scenes with the girls and they're all having fun together. And yes. that's like what I feel like most yes. of us would want in a relationship is a guy you'd want to bring around your friends. So when they're yeah. playing pool together, I the love- gala, it's so fun. Yeah. I mean, if she brought big, imagine Steve and Steve and big playing yeah. pool. My God. I'm so uncomfortable. That would be so tense yeah. and weird. I, I love the way Aiden looks at Samantha, yes. like when she's talking. Cause I have like, I have some pretty bold girlfriends and like, I just love when they speak their minds and don't hold back. And I love yeah. that kind of interaction where like Aiden's just like, what is happening? I love what they're trying to, Carrie's trying to get her to stop talking. He's like, no, no, no. Let her finish the story. I want to hear what she has to say. So good. Um, uh, Next big storyline before we get to our categories uh, is the Trey and Charlotte saga part two. Trey, Mm. Bunny, Charlotte, I should say the other love triangle uh, of the season. So I know we talked about last season, last episode that like, Charlotte is super over the top, which I agree in last season about like the marriage and all sorts of stuff. But this season, I actually don't think she is that over the top. Like, obviously she has her very like big charlatism moments, but like the stress of like trying to get pregnant and having to deal with like a in-law like that, or just anyone like that in your partner's life, like that sucks. And she is like dealing with it. She's like 
stands alone in that whole situation because realistically, you know, they Trey has his little quips with his with Bunny, but you knew that was not really going anywhere. And Trey, I think, dealt tried dealing with like the pregnancy situation as well as he could, but he wasn't connecting with Charlotte in the way that she obviously needed to, uh, given the the cardboard baby <laughs> scene. The, the cardboard um, baby. Oh my god! The cardboard my baby episode of all is the time. Cr- is the craziest thing ever gifted to a human being by another human being ever like what is that it's funny and i love that he keeps it's so forcing funny. it he's like it's funny right it's funny in Tell front of all funny. the girls at dinner wait let me just show it to them oh. carrie you're funny isn't this oh my funny God. It's like, no it's not so funny good. it's fucking ter- it's terrible it's a terrible what, terrible rewatching thing. this season i kept telling ian the only cameo i actually wanted and just like that is trey but how can we fit him in <laughs> please where, where is he yeah. right now yeah that'd be great he he loves sex and so he's talked about it a bunch, uh, so I, that, I mean it wouldn't surprise me but where yeah. would trey be now listeners email in let us know where you think he would <laughs> yeah. be right now he's like a surgeon yeah, right. yeah? is that he should have done carrie's hip uh-huh. surgery. Uh, that would have been good nice <laughs> that been good. yeah because Seema wouldn't have known the connection yeah, yeah. okay okay nice i like that and John Aiden's coming back. That's like, what I was thought. Confirmed, right? I remember I thought I had heard that. And then I felt like I tried to Google what I thought and then I couldn't find it. So I just don't remember. They scrubbed I would believe you. SJP had <laughs> from the internet. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was That's like what I a thought too. Because remember yeah. when they first yeah. announced the series and then they were like confirming people. And I'm pretty yeah. sure. Ugh, I hope he does. But I hope they don't like do it. Like a, They're not going to do it. They're not. The they movie. wouldn't rehash it like that. In a spice market. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That, yeah, that wouldn't. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, uh, Boomcatcher. Any any thoughts on quickly on before we get to catches and Tara Trey? Yeah. Um, Charlotte Trey. I mean, it's all pretty. I think it's good. I think it mm-hmm. wrapped up nicely. Um, but. Also, okay, maybe we'll talk about this in categories, but like Samantha and right, Maria. Bring it up. Go. <laughs> I just did. No. <laughs> no, I think like this yeah. is interesting because especially now with like the storyline with Miranda, but then the way we handled it with Samantha in like in season four is kind of And Miranda had a lot of the comments um, and towards Samantha. Yeah, it's weird because I'm just like, okay, this seems like a little bit, um, I don't know. It was like just just considering mm-hmm. they're doing this this with Miranda, like giving her a queer storyline and just how like nonchalant they tried to be about giving Samantha yeah. a queer storyline, which I kind of loved because, I mean, with Miranda, it's a journey. Samantha, I think, is just like oh, very open mm-hmm. sexually and was just like down. And I think this season we go through quite a bit with yeah. Samantha. Like she's like still doing her whole thing, but also you can see that she's like, looking to connect in other yeah. ways, um, you know, because she, like, later meets Richard. So I thought it was interesting. Also, Richard Dong, hello, on the rooftop <laughs> pool. Are you kidding me? Oh, my, yeah, penis. <laughs> like, just out there like that. But, which right. is, like, I mean, HBO's doing that, like, all the time now. But, you know, um, back then. I agree with you, though. Like, I, the Maria thing, like, while I didn't love Maria, 
I like that they tried to make it more nonchalant. Mm -hmm. And the big reveal of that wasn't that Samantha was going to date a woman. It was that Samantha was going to be in a relationship. Right, right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) You know. Exactly. And I love how, like, Charlotte, like, they're talking about it. And they're kind of like, okay, like... Ran, Samantha's in a relationship with a woman and then she's just talking about it and Charlotte's yeah. just nodding with approval. Yeah. She's like, yeah, like you you are connecting. That's that's what you do with people <laughs> yeah. like, for you. I think they actually have two moments in the season where they both tell each other you have a healthy relationship. One is when Samantha's complaining about all of the girl talk. Mm. Charlotte says it to her. And then when Charlotte and Trey are having sex all over New York, Samantha tells her she has a healthy relationship. And Charlotte's like, maybe oh, I need to re-examine oh, yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe I need to re-examine God, everything. Horny ass oh, Trey. Oh my God. Um, Catcher, any last notes on the season before we get to our categories? It's a situation where like the season is mostly, well, majority of it is, most of them are in relationships mm-hmm. or have a central situation that's happening to them. And so you don't get a lot of the like funness of, uh, you know, the, the sex capades mm-hmm. of going around and meeting and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do get like these really uh, wonderful, genuine, like emotional moments and like uh, and rela- like friend relationship stuff, like mm-hmm. them coming together, them being close with each other. The the episode where Miranda's mother dies. Ugh. Um, and like, uh, Samantha's Mm. being all like removed Mm -hmm. from it, you know? And like you said earlier, she can't orgasm and all this other stuff. And when she cries at the funeral, it guts me, it guts me hard. Like, it's just like, you, these are people like, you cannot tell me that these are not people that they don't exist somewhere in the world right now. Like the way that these people are portrayed (laughs) is just there's so much depth to them, mm-hmm. and um, it's yeah. so rare to see characters like this. And it's just nice to see. It's so fun to watch. Like I watched like 14 episodes straight today <laughs> because I was late <laughs> getting to this, and it's a little exhausting to watch that many episodes in a row. But like at the same time, it's like I at one point just stopped taking notes. Like I was just like, yeah. I just want to, I just want to be in this. I just want to enjoy this and watch it. And uh, and the way they handle email, and the introduction of oh AOL my gosh. is also hilarious to me. It's so funny. Oh yeah, she does. She's like, And also the finale. Uh, where Carrie is making fun of Big for having records. She doesn't have a computer or email. I mean, who is she to yeah. call and, you know, big know. old, you know, know, come on. <laughs> but back to the computer, one of our favorite scenes is when Carrie's computer dies yeah, and her and Aiden <laughs> going through that whole like, situation yeah. is yeah. so funny. And the guy yeah. saying, oh, you a PC guy? Yeah. Oh, that won't work. Not, Not compatible. compatible. Yeah. Yes. I was like, whoa. So funny. The best thing is like, I got you a zip drive. Like zip drives are yeah. relevant for like two years. So that right. window yeah. of relevance is so small. And again, that's yeah. what's tilting you yeah. specifically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, one more thing, because you talked about the other three big plots. Miranda has a huge plot. Yeah, okay. She gets pregnant. Yeah. Big, big story. She line. doesn't have a relationship, oh, but fuck. she but gets yeah, pregnant. Exactly. That's a huge thing. Yeah. First of all, the episode where she tells everyone and mm-hmm. Charlotte has to go through her little 
struggle with that and all the ladies coming yeah. together yes. is such a beautiful scene at the end. But yeah, I just love that. Or Miranda mm. follows Charlotte and she says like, even though Charlotte didn't turn around, she knew she was there. And you guys Aww. have been talking about Brady Brady oh. so much. I feel like you have to comment <laughs> on this. This is Brady Brady. Yeah. yeah. Brady Brady Thank you very much. <laughs> Boomer catcher. Do you have any, any thoughts on that? It's Miranda. So I think it. The fact that they give her, like, she's the one who kind of, like, has the baby and goes through all this is, like, huge because it's just, like, a big character um, character moment for her. And then also just, like, introducing the idea of, like, co-parenting as well. Her and Steve, I think we see that a lot on television now. Like, that's maybe mm-hmm. more of a played out kind of, like, trope. But I um, always appreciated seeing that. Like, my parents weren't together and, like, Sorry, my parents didn't stay together. And I remember like watching that when I was younger and kind of being like, why couldn't y'all? Like, I know they fight sometimes, but I'm like, you guys could have worked a little harder. Um, But uh, yeah. And then just kind of like Charlotte going through her thing is huge. Like, you kind of get annoyed with Charlotte, but you get it. Like, you know, and that's another thing where, like, we're t- we're touching on kind of like issues with fertility and like how that affects somebody, right? Um, and Miranda kind of being indifferent to having a child at that point. And then Miranda, like, deciding she's going to keep the baby. And then Charlotte's line when she says, we're oh, having I, a baby. Like, we, sex yeah. in the we, city moment. Like, huge. Precious. It's, it's so good. They are one. Yeah. I mean, they even talk about it in the first episode. I don't want to scoop you. The soulmates comment. Oh, right? no. You know, we're in the first episode where they talk about, you know, why can we be each other's oh. soulmates? It's a nice, like, bow to the, you know, to the season. Especially um, because yeah. the show is a lot about, it's about your chosen family. Mm. So Miranda's going to have this baby with her chosen totally. family. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the conversation about that. I thought it was great. Our, about Brady Brady? Yes, Our conversation. Thank funny. you. <laughs> Me and Ian were so excited. We're like, oh, we scooped this. What is this? Okay, I have to say just quickly, just with Steve, I'm sort of like devastated for Steve. Um in this weird way because i think they do this amazing thing where they they have that episode where they're discussing should he know should he not know Mm -hmm. is it is it important for him to know um and the idea that like she's gonna now go ahead and have this baby which is her right to to have obviously and do and but it's like he's clearly so excited Mm -hmm. and so happy and she just kind of just treats him so shit. And it's such just like, I don't have like a moral stance one way or the other, but I just think it's really an interesting thing to look at in terms of like, what role does this other half of the equation have Mm -hmm. in this child's life? Like, okay, he, yes, like he's, you know, the other half in terms of like his sperm is what was donated, you know, but it's like, he does. He doesn't get a say. Yeah. He doesn't have any. Like he almost gets no. He gets no input. No nothing. And it's like, uh, I just think it's an interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Um. But I don't really have anything like definitive to say. But I just like I, I feel for Steve in a big uh, way. Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, especially because he, uh, obviously would want to be so involved, right? Right. Like regardless of if they're romantically yeah. engaged, like just as a father, like he obviously would want that. He even brings that up way earlier in the season, right? When they get a dog instead, right? Like he says, like, let's have, yeah. let's have a baby or whatever. 
Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree. Like it, it's, but I, I think it's interesting though, because she doesn't do it. It's so weird. Like she doesn't do it in a way where she's like, I don't want him involved. She just assumes he wouldn't be because you can tell she's just not there yet in her growth. Like just when we met Steve and she tells, she realizes that maybe she can try out love. Right. It's like, she almost thinks she, he's, she's like doing him a favor. Right. And she has to like right. allow him to show her and teach her like, no, I want to be involved and I should al be allowed that chance. Which is such a Miranda thing to do. Yeah. Just assume someone yeah. doesn't want to be involved. Um, yeah. Great. Uh, let's get to our categories. So for first listeners, which shocking if this is your first listen and this is what you choose <laughs> to jump in on. But uh, we're going to talk Thank about you. our favorite episode, outfit and relationship of the season. Uh, Tara, let's start with you. So my favorite relationship is Miranda and Lucille which is the woman who helps her in the dressing room uh, when her mother dies. Oh, yes. That, Epic. I could cry oh. just talking about it. I feel like in my rewatches uh -huh. re now, I cry less about the, like, uh, male-female relationships and more about, like, this always gets me when more. she says, I'm sorry my mother just died. And I just, like, she realizes she'll never have a fight with her mother again. Yeah. So that is, and she found yeah. classic Carrie pun. She found the kind of support she needed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> it's small, so but significant. Mm -hmm. um, so in my best episode, I wrote it as episodes, but so I won't even talk about that episode because I just covered it in my relationship. Um <laughs> The Good Fight is one of my favorite episodes of Sex and the City of all time. When um, Carrie and Aiden, we've already talked about the the cardboard baby, but when Carrie and Aiden <sighs> fight in that closet, shut up, oh and she tells him to shut up, and just goes on a monologue about the Rogaine and a speed yes. stick, I just <laughs> die. Oh, yes. And a, this is why you need a second door, <laughs> yes. all timer. It's so funny. And her, him talking about the outfits, so like, how bad. dare you? She know that's the one thing she got tilted by in this whole abusive relationship was him <laughs> commenting on her outfit. And she can still name drop when she wore it. Yes. <laughs> which yeah, is incredible. So good. That top is yeah. hideous. Um, hideous. I know. <laughs> and for her, when she wears it at the end. She makes it work. <laughs> she makes it work. It doesn't make it good. Okay. And she just We just all want to be those people that can make any top work. Yeah. Exactly. That's why we love her for rocking it. Truly. I can't argue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lord knows I've tried. <laughs> favorite outfits. So one of my favorite all time ever is the skirt she wears with the big poof in the back. <laughs> when she's <laughs> I love it yes. so much. The it's such the a bunny just, rabbit. Yes. It's such a classic lurk look, but then she like turns yes, around so and you're good. like, there's Carrie. It's it's, she has a green one yep. and a blue one, I think. The first one she wears is green, and then the second she, oh I'm like, you God. have two? How, would the, how are there two one. of these dresses? I feel like you could easily so make good. that if you were a little oh. bit creative. Um, And then kind of the other one, well, one, it doesn't really count as an outfit, but Carrie kind of goes deep into the roots and dark eyebrows in this season, and I absolutely love her for it. I feel like as a fake blonde, I've always appreciated that because I don't feel self-conscious about my roots because Carrie didn't. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> my last one would be her pink heels that Miranda breaks her water on. Oh, oh hilarious. Yeah. So oh, good. yes. So, those Love are kind it. of the biggies. And oh, wait, and one more. <laughs> when she just wears a full diamond necklace to just like a dive bar. 
just like anyone would ever do that. She has a lot of <laughs> necklace moments. There's one where she has like eight pearls on, eight like strings of pearls on. Also, yes, in yes, one. that's right. Uh, catcher. Okay, romantic. Sexy priest is very good. Friar fuck. Uh, yeah. Friar fuck. Please, by his proper name. Friar fuck. Yeah. That's Sexy priest. Also, how like <laughs> sorry, how like sorry. Samantha tries to woo him with like three cans of peas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she pulls them out and puts them down on the thing. And she's like, and the then he keys. still takes them though when he leaves. Well, well, you know, it's a donation to the church, of yeah. course. Um, oh, young McDonald, also very funny. Oh yes, yes, yes. so good. And oh, uh, yeah. baby talk guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, devastating! Like, what is happening? Uh, I would die. I would just die. Can't stand it. I, I can't, can't believe she lasted as understand. long as she did. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, best outfit. So many. Okay, so her birthday dress, red crop top, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Dre- like, not skirt, it's a dress, right? I'm pretty sure. It's a cord. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. So classic. Yeah. Uh, showing off that power abs as usual. Uh, and I love that. Um, she also wears, um, in this episode two, she wears this like long knitted, like multicolored, <laughs> not a robe. It's like a long coat, like a trench coat. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So great. Um, uh, Aiden comes over in the middle of the night. Remember oh, when they're like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she runs to the door and she's wearing like a it's robe flowing. and it flies into the, in the, just iconic visual moment. Mm. Uh, so those are like my, Oh, oh, and uh, uh, Samantha in the wrestling, in the wrestling. Oh, and the wrestler. When yeah, when she, she wears the outfit, she shows up like all, all done up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, and my favorite episode is the real me episode two. That's the one where she becomes a fashion. Uh, uh, she goes. She's a runway. Just she such an iconic moment. The trip. Amazing episode. All timer. And we get the great Anthony Stanford introduction. Ed Harris, right, yes. Ed No <laughs> Harris, dude. The best, the best. <laughs> like Ed Harris. Oh, that's like he's attracted to Ed, Ed Harris. <laughs> is hilarious to me. Who's ever said Ed Harris like sex icon? <laughs> Not me. But that's you know. Um. Oh. 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 Sorry. Scratch it all. Ugh, best outfit. Classic. Best outfit is uh, Carrie going to vote. Oh yeah. And yes. she's chopped her oh. hair. Yeah. And she's wearing that like power it's dress beautiful. skirt suit. Amazing. So good. It's just nice to see her like all this terrible shit has just happened to her. And like for her, you to come into this next episode and sh- her hair's chopped off and she's like, mm-hmm. I got new energy. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Let me see. My favorite outfit. I have two. I'll call out a Carrie's fandom of the opera look in <laughs> episode one. The cape with yes. the red uh, and then the, the wrist-length gloves. Unreal. She looks like a magician. <laughs> yeah. The magician, the fan with the opera look. Big, big moment. Uh, yeah. My other one is when Samantha uh, sees young McDonald and she just like ties up her purple sh- shirt <laughs> and then just finds what she thinks is a cowboy hat uh-huh. and it's just like this weird floppy top hat. It's just I- iconic. Two yeah. really amazing... Uh, fashion moments in the show on very polarizing sides. Uh, favorite relationship. I'm going to say just for sake of conversation, Richard and Samantha, I like vulnerable Samantha. Um, mm-hmm. 
I think Agreed. she's she's great. And we got we didn't we, talk about this. I'm yeah. glad you said we it. get those moments uh, of that throughout the season, and and it's really great how especially her like uh, incognito mode. Yes. She puts on that that wig and like chases <laughs> oh, him around town, so and like bad. she. And like she just in in the most Samantha way, she doesn't catch him cheating, just like making out. He is like going down on her, like with her legs in the air. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Uh, just yeah. So I, I just love that whole thing, especially because Samantha does a lot of great things with Richard, like getting that job. How she doesn't want to cry in the office. She calls him out on being uh, like oh. a misogynist and all this sorts of stuff. Just like a lot of great things happen with Samantha, and it's clear like how Samantha got to her position in the world. Like that is. That and how is, he manipulated uh, her into falling in love yeah, with him. Yeah. Ugh. Seriously. She fought back so much. Yeah. So, so many great things um, with that. And then my favorite episode, uh, I mean, there are just seriously so many good ones, but uh, I'll say, I, I guess, again, the finale, um, it just ties it together the whole season really, really well. I love the big carry in the carriage through New York. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just great. I mean, everything about it is just works so well. Um, yeah, that's mine. Boom. Okay, so I'll start with outfits. Um, because there's obviously a hundred. So there's the outfit when Miranda and Carrie are just like walking down the street. Miranda's in like a full denim jumpsuit, <laughs> brought in with a belt <laughs> and a bag that says "Stop using plastic bags." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia Nixon. And Carrie's in a blue tube top and like skirt with her Hermes scarf wrapped around her Her arm arm instead of her head this time. That's good. Um, Charlotte in a full on like plaid or tartan. I don't know what it is. uh, Ball gown. Ball gown. Yeah. Yeah. Huge moment for Charlotte. Uh, Samantha in like the purple, like low cut uh, dress, but mm. it's got like a dragonfly pin on it. Mm-hmm. She goes, she's wearing it when they're at like dinner at Charlotte's, and then she goes to meet up with Richard. That's yeah. when we see his penis on there's a television. Lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of good brooch moments this season, too. Ooh, like Carrie yeah. wears an octopus so, brooch at one point. The octopus brooch is awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> octopus brooch yeah lucy lou's outfit uh j'adore dior uh and the camo pants get it queen um (laughs) from this episode two the full length or what is what is it called the maxi uh floral bodycon from dolce oh yeah she doesn't actually wear it heidi klum ends up wearing it but she wears it for like two seconds i want that dress (laughs) Um, Aiden shirt I already brought up. That's like that's the worst fashion moment of the show. <laughs> I just can't believe he literally bought one shirt to change in, into Mr. Big, and that was the shirt he wore fan. every episode. That's his fancy shirt, <laughs> exactly. you know. That's right. It's a fancy shirt. And every time, every outfit that Carrie wears the page boy hat with, like the hot. <laughs> She's wearing like the hot pants and the pink tube top and carrying bread. And then the one where she goes to see Aiden when he's like talking (laughs) to Shayna at the bar. Um, Yeah. Iconic. So, yeah. So those are all my outfits. Um, My favorite episode is also episode two. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like an all timer. 
kind of like brings everything that we love. It's like everything we love about the show in one and also just having big conversations about like self-confidence. Mm-hmm. I know it's like kind of hard to relate to like very thin white women. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the way in which they're having the conversations are pretty cool. Uh, also the relationship with Miranda and the guy who like says she's sexy. And then as soon as she kind of like starts feeling <laughs> yeah. herself, he's like turned off. You're a little by fool it. yourself. Yeah. yeah. It's like so fucking typical. Um, so yeah. So it's, it's, so it's a good, that's my favorite. And then favorite relationship is uh, Samantha and Samantha and Richard. Nice. I agree with you, Ian. And it's because for all the reasons you said, and then also because I think it's like, it gives us a good insight as to exactly why Samantha is not a relationship person Mm -hmm. because she spirals pretty quickly, even though she's like dealing with, you know, a shitty ass guy game Mm -hmm. player. And like, and then when we see her later on in the series, which we'll talk about in a little bit more of like a healthier situation, Mm -hmm. but it's just, she's a powerful person and she thinks that she, like if she gets in a relationship, she kind of like gives up her power, Mm -hmm. which isn't necessarily true, but you just kind of see all the ways that she, not that she can't handle it because she absolutely can. She can handle anything, but it's like, she is jealous and like she, she turns into a person that like is opposite of who she wants to be and like who she truly is. So I think this is, it's good. Like uh Samantha character study. Mm. And thank you. My 10, my 15 minutes. is, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> that is a wrap on Synonauts in the City season four or Sex and City season four and then just like that season five. Tara, mm-hmm. how was it? Great. Are you going to start a podcast with <laughs> Che and that Asian guy who I don't think has been named yet? Um, Like we discussed the other day from what I've been listening to elsewhere, that is not a podcast. It, like what did they say it's like actually like a radio show, like a radio show. they have yeah, sound that's effects that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. so strange <laughs> but this is not the end you'll hear of Tara as Tara is going to be our guest for when we cover the Sex in the City movie so Woo, the first which one we love the first one the first one so <laughs> so uh, we will talk to you then thank you boom catcher pleasure as always and I'll talk to you next week see you later bye bye, bye.